welcome, fuckers, to the Trailer Park Boys Fan Federation podcast. I'm Morgan Rector. What's up, fuckers? I'm Raymond Hazen. And like Al Bundy once said, let's rock. That's rock. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so we're going to start uh, with a list, as we usually do. And uh, our list this week is our favorite Corey and Trevor moments. Uh, though in some cases, it's just one or the other for me. Um, but anyway, so I'll go. My first is, uh, see, I always found that Trevor's at his funniest when he acts like a tough guy. I mean, obviously he doesn't get <laughs> off, but it's hilarious when he tries to act tough because he's such a wimpy guy. And uh, to me, the funniest uh, instance of that is when he decided to stand up to Ricky. <laughs> I don't know what Ricky, I can't remember what Ricky did, but he's like, fucked up, Ricky, and he like pushed him. And then Ricky tore his hands. That was that was pretty funny at this one of his best moments. Well, if if I if I remember correctly, uh, Trevor even asks or says something about why don't you take a walk, Ricky? And he goes where? And he tells him off the shit ledge. Or no, that's what he says. Late. Well, that was, he, he, yeah. he says it's late. Yeah, that's yeah, right. That was in the that's shed. Right. That's right. Convenience. That was C C O N V E N I N T N T S. Yeah. <laughs> Where they do not sell single cigarettes for 25 cents a piece. 65 cents, yeah, yeah. Which I don't understand why that's illegal. I don't know if that's illegal in America, too. Yeah, yeah, but, no, you, you can't sell singles. Uh, I mean, there were some places in the city that, that would do it. When I was like down there, you you know, the, this average you know little convenience store or that would do it. But no, they're not supposed to. And I don't get it. Why, why is that so wrong? Like, what are they afraid kids are gonna buy them or something? I, I don't know. I, th- I honestly, I think it has to do more with that the government isn't getting their tax money that way somehow, probably. Yeah, I guess. Like well, just tax. Yeah, I'm really not sure. But like, you know, if you were like super broke, I mean, you were just gonna bore. Yeah, I guess if you were just gonna buy like four cigarettes and it only costs like a dollar or something, yeah, they're not gonna get much tax out of that. So. All right, what's your next one? Your first one, rather. Uh, let's see here. Okay. Uh, all right, uh, number five. Um, when uh, when Julian has him, puts him to work. You know, I, I, was, I wasn't I was sure if it should do just Corey. And Tri- so I tried to find moments that was uh, them together. But I, I some of their funniest moments, they are separate. I, I have to admit that. That is totally true. Yeah. But uh, anyway, was when they went to steal those gumball machines, um, and cool. and they had to. Th- yeah, yeah, I'm not cool enough, Julian. I'm not cool enough to shoot your gun. Because <laughs> hey, Trevor was too weak to even break it with the with oh, the crowbar. Yeah. Was that the one where? Uh, was that the season where they got out of jail and found out Corey and Trevor like blew all their money and and they were pissed off, so they made them work for them. Yes, I think so. Yeah, I think is that yeah. season five? I'm not sure. Uh, uh, I believe so, cause four. Uh, yeah, it's four ends with the big uh, shootout with Leahy and uh, Rita McNeil. So. Uh, oh yeah, I, be- sold. I, I believe it would be not you know, cause remember they uh, uh they thought they bought the park from Barb, but she really fucking hustled them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. Carly's agreement. Uh, and then they, didn't they spend nine, give J-Rock nine grand to produce one track? 
Yeah, J Rock charged yeah. Corey Trevor $9,000 to record a track on their album, which probably sucked. Yeah. T Bag and, and uh, C Nice is, is a Corey's rap name, and T Bag is Trevor's rap name. Yeah, yeah matter of fact, uh, in the episode uh, um, where Detroit Velvet Smooth comes to town and, and J. Uh, uh, oh, who's the microphone assassin? That's the episode. Uh, when they're up there rapping, and uh, which is actually a funny little rap, and they're in there, in there, in Corey's talking, they're talking about how he doesn't touch himself because he's not J Rock and all that shit. If you look up there, uh, Trevor's wearing a sweater that says T Bag. Zip up, yeah, hoodie. yeah, I don't, yeah. I'm sure because I'm not the J Rock. <laughs> yeah, don't touch myself because I'm not the J Rock. <laughs> it wasn't a long time when something like, if you don't like me, just pretend. I think yeah. that was in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's All right, my next, oh, my next one is, uh, my next one was from that time when they were stealing gas, siphoning gas, and uh, he was, he stole some in an underground parking garage, and the security guard caught him, and he's chasing him, and at one point he managed to, like, run around in a circle, and the security guard fell down, and, and as he was running away, he's like, fuck you, and he's like, yeah. it's the way he said it, it was really funny. Uh, man, that whole... That whole part right there, like beyond that and everything, like it's so funny. Like when they're coming back and they're feeling all sick from the gas, and yeah. fucking Ricky's like, "Man, you just got a little gas sickness. Drink some water, dilute it. You'll be fine in six to eight days." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's so casual about these things. Right? Then they're, they're trying to, you know, they get him on camera. J Rock's like, "Man, only wax suckers steal gas, like Trevor and Corey." <laughs> That's highly illegal, Corey and Trevor. That's highly illegal, Corey and Trevor. <laughs> I don't want, and Ricky's like, I don't want your uh, money, Corey and Trevor. <laughs> Is that the episode where Ricky called them the complaining twins? Uh, or was it that another? Might, that, I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure on that one, but it might be. It's good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, number four for me was when uh, um, the hash driveway, uh, when Cyrus gets out and they come back. And they they have the shootout, and as they're leaving, and freaking they're arguing over whether uh, Julian said take the shot or don't take the shot, and Trevor's like, man, I ain't fucking up because you're fucking up, dude. And Corey's like, I'm taking the shot. He shoots, and they and that whole shootout happens just because of Corey and Trevor not listening. But then the part where Cyrus is like, hey, Corey and Trevor, you all right? They're like, they're like, we fucked. Sorry, Cyrus, I think we fucked up. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because Cyrus shot him, and then Cyrus jumps out like, then, then why don't we fuck down? Boom, boom. That's right. Oh, that's, that whole part was just, that should just kill me right there. My, my next um, is the, uh, actually, it, it happened in the scene, in the scene you mentioned earlier in the shed. Uh, so in the heading I put for that is Onion Ring Sasquatch, when Leahy asked him where, where Randy is, and they started insulting, they called him, yeah, onion ring Sasquatch, cheeseburger walrus, and then they get into a fight with them. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was a good late moment. Oh, uh, that was, I remember that. Yeah. That, was, that was inside the convenience store, right? C2? Yeah, yeah, that's when they got into the fight. Uh, okay, so number three for me was, um, well, I guess it would be the end of four. It was, It's in that episode with Rita McNeil and all... All that. Well, maybe it's not that. But anyway, when they're going to harvest all the weed, and Corey and Trevor are supposed to be there, uh, but then 
you know, with the scene when fucking the boys are driving down the road and Ricky turns off the lights for a minute or something, there's hot boxing and they crash into that car. And then you go and like, oh my God, what is this? The first time I saw it, you know, especially it really got me. And then just Corey and Trevor's heads come up out from the wreckage of that car. <laughs> and then they tow him around behind it and it causes the, that causes that big old wreckage. And then they shove him in the boxes with the weed and mail them. <laughs> Ricky didn't, want, Ricky, Ricky didn't want to take them out of the burning car. He wanted to leave them there. Yeah. They're injured. And... The fucking guy would just let them uh, And then, and then they, they had, didn't they have wounds and they put like a chip bag on it? And they're like, that's so uh, That was earlier before. Yes, that's when the, the but same same season, same harvest. The cougar uh, is, is, is attacked and that's when it's uh, um, big yeah. stone horny kitty. And uh, so then um, Ricky's eating salt vinegar chips and Bubbles goes, give me those then. Because they didn't want him bleeding in the car. Ricky didn't want him bleeding in the car. So he's like, and so he rips the bag in half open, salt and vinegar chips everywhere. And then rips the bag in half and sticks it on their wounds. <laughs> do, you have, yeah. do you have salt and vinegar chips in this? Oh, state? yeah. Oh. Yeah, I, lo- I love them too, man. Yeah. Yeah, my, right. step- my stepdad used to eat them a lot. And so I got a taste for him growing up because he he liked them, you know. Yeah, it's a weird one. Not not many people like them, but I sure do. All right. So my next one is uh, so it's the episode where they, they set up Ricky's grow up with all the tin foil and everything and the wiring. It's not a funny moment. It's kind of a heartwarming moment, but they um, Ricky praised them and they finally got their high fives. So I was I thought I've always yeah. liked that moment. You know what I mean? It's like they just dream of getting these guys approval, even though they're criminals and <laughs> technical losers. And it's, it's, you know, that's, uh, so yeah, I like that moment, you know? Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. And it is always nice. Those, those warming uh, brotherly love, uh, at a boy, you know, the parts that show that they actually care. That, yeah. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. All right. Number two for me, my number two, Corey and Trevor moment. Uh, after they went to rob, uh, that one bank machine that was inside um, that little convenience store, and then uh, they decided they're they're gonna go rob the laundromat instead. Remember, and as they're leaving, Trevor's like, "Hey, do you got any tube socks?" Uh, that's all. That's all we wanted. And they run out and leave. Then they, they go to the fucking laundry mat and they go in there to rob it. And Corey's like busting off, like everybody get down on your heads, don't give us no trouble. And then he just starts busting off on that rap for a minute. <laughs> Oh, and then, always laundry mat, right? Yeah, and then Trevor's like, dude, quit rapping. <laughs> and then <laughs> Trevor's like, hey, you tall man, don't make me come up there. Get down. Lady, get down. Get Okay, you're cool, you know? like. <laughs> and they run out of there, just a bunch of change, and then they come flying back around the corner, and that's uh, back at the park, and Julian, that's when Julian's trying to date What's-Her-Face, the cop. Uh, yeah. uh, okay. Erica, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's there explaining to him, she's like, no, dude, your friends are fucked up. And at that exact moment, here comes Corey and Trevor on the corner with just arms full of socks and other things full of change. And they just spill it all right there in front of her. And they look at her like, oh, uh, we were, and Corey goes, oh, we were gambling with Trevor's grandma. Well, not yeah. gambling, but. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> one honorable uh, mention pertaining to an ATM is the one, uh, so Ricky, I think it was Ricky who pulled an ATM out of a store and it tore the whole fucking place apart. It took the tore the door frame off, and then uh, Corey and Trevor are kind of rationalizing it, saying, "If only the people who made the doorways 
took into really? account how big the ATMs are. It wouldn't have happened and all that. Yes, yeah. You would say, yeah. Uh, I remember that that shit was great. Uh, all right, go ahead. Yeah, my next one is uh, it's from one of the movies. I think it might be Don't Legalize It because Ricky just failed grade 12 and he, he felt really bad about himself. And then Corey and Trevor gave him this pep talk saying, sometimes we pretend we're you. And again, it's, it's just hilarious that out of all the people they could have chosen to idolize and emulate, they chose Ricky instead of some guy who's like really successful and shit. So, right. Yeah. Uh, and no, that would have been from season six because season six is the last thing Trevor's in. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I don't know if you, yeah. do you know that whole, like what happened behind the scenes with him? With that uh, I I heard, uh, which of course I have no nothing to say it's true or not, but I heard that they weren't just like Corey and Trevor on the show. Like they yeah. were, they they had to do everything offset also. Like they carry all the luggage, they did all the shit. And I guess way back in the day, Barry Dunn, who plays Ray, like I guess he was in charge of finances and a lot of things, and and he, you know he wasn't paying people equally or properly. That's one of the reasons why he's not involved in the show anymore. Because this all spanned from that, I guess. This is just what I heard, of course. Rumors around the water cooler up until this point. Uh, but anyway, um, he got tired of basically being the the show, you know, mascot and roadie <laughs> and not getting paid worth, you know, what it was. And so he, you know, and I think there might be more to it. There's probably some arguments involved, probably some hurt feelings, you know, Uh but money uh, and um, not feeling appreciated can't easily do that to people. So I guess, you know, I don't know if it's accurate or not, but that's just what I've heard. Yeah, he wrote, uh, he actually wrote like a kind of an essay or article about that. Um, I read it once. I'm trying to find it now. If I can't find it today, I'll find it for next week. Um, but I, what I remember, yeah, it says the pay was terrible. Another thing, too, is that, so yeah, he, when he wasn't acting in a scene, he was like the boom operator or something. And yeah, yeah. For anyone who yeah, doesn't do like think about TV productions, the person that holds the pole with a microphone, and you're doing that for hours on end, and it doesn't matter what shape you're in, it gets tiresome, right, holding that thing. So he hated that, and they were paid, which in TV production, there's this term scale. It's minimum wage for the TV production industry. Uh, I know years ago it was $15 an hour. I don't know what it is now. Uh, so it's a little bit more than min- what you regular people get for minimum wage, but it's not something you can live on, obviously, for a long time. Um, he didn't like Barry Dunn, who played Ray. He didn't like this other producer, Joel Volpe. Uh, he doesn't like Conky, like he felt like before he came Yeah, along, that was something else I heard too. Yeah, like he felt like, well, up until that point, it was a very realistic kind of series. I mean, there were people who actually thought it was real, but then with Conky, it just took on this dimension that wasn't realistic, and he didn't like that. And uh, um, I think, so I think, yeah, I think uh, Corey Bowles left at the same time because they were uncertain if they could have one character without the other. But, you know, eventually they figured out that they could replace him, and of course, they used. Hired Jacob Rolf on a permanent basis to play Jacob Collins, and yeah, so but yeah, Michael Jackson is like really disgruntled about the whole thing. 
you know, I will admit, even though Lucy is easily my least favorite character, and trust me, we all know that, and it's not a hidden secret, uh, I never was really a fan of Conky. I just don't really care. Any 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 episode with Conky, like, I can watch it, or I could skip it, and I won't care. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, especially, you know? yeah, especially the first time he emerged, like, um, well, the thing about, see, Bogles has, seems to have this condition called dissociative identity disorder i think they, they that's what yeah. they used to, that's what they now call multi, what used to be called multiple personality disorder now it's dissociative and so when he goes through extreme stress it used to be like with conky where he believed conky was real and uh, later on he turned into the scorpion i think it was season 12 um so when yeah when he go when he gets stressed out he, he kind of turns into another person and so no, that's was that's uh, that's seven also. That's when they steal the Swayze Express. That's before they smuggle the stuff in. Matter of fact, Conky comes out later on in that uh, shortly after that. Um, he runs around as a scorpion for a few minutes, uh, for a few episodes, and then and then he goes and gets Conky because remember they take Conky out. It's Conky's the one that calls uh, Leahy and yeah. the police when, when they're out there camping. The last straw was when he called Bubbles a googly-eyed bastard. Nobody gets yeah. away with that. That's it. Yeah. And then and then Conk, yeah, he drowns Conky in the river. <laughs> then, right. And then Ricky debate then has a, a debate with uh, Canada, Leahy, and America about where they're going to go to jail. <laughs> exactly. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's good stuff. Yeah, we won't be doing a list of best Conky moments because there really aren't. <laughs> Well, I mean, well, you know, we might have to at some point just to cover it, you know. Well, there was a blog. We'll, we'll go as far as to say uh, when he's when Julian shoots him, and before that he's like, "Fucking Julian and Dirty Dance." Okay, that was fucking Julian. <laughs> all right, I mean, all right, Cocky's not bad, bro. I will admit he is kind of funny. Go fuck yourself, <laughs> Patrick Swayze. Uh, all right, I. I got two horrible mentions for these two real quick, and then I'll tell you my number one. Horrible mention number two was when uh, is in the in the rub in, in Tizug, and and then Julian's like getting there, and uh, he makes them get there and get the guys hand jobs, and then you hear what is it Donnie yelling, "I paid for a fucking woman, not fucking Corey and Trevor." And then he comes out later, and Cyrus is there, and he's like, give me more hand cream or whatever. Yeah, and, and Sarah, remember Sarah's standing there, too, and she was like, what? You're in there jerking guys off? Yeah. yeah. Nothing happened, Sarah. No, they were in there jerking guys off. <laughs> That's one and, important detail about Sarah. She seems to like wimpy guys. Went out with Corey and Trevor and Jacob, these skinny, wimpy dudes. Yeah, but she also didn't – no, she didn't date Randy, but she she totally banged Ricky. She did like bang. It didn't last that long. Yeah. But she's gonna marry Corey and Trevor. I don't know what stopped that, but uh, she was deaf. She was so in love with Jacob too. Aside from the fact that he was trying to be Julian, but uh, she totally was totally in love with Jacob, and then he still ends up with Trinity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jacob's like the true player of the park. Yeah, I remember there was this discussion. I think in one of the Facebook. Trail Park Boys groups were really like, Jacob knew Trinity when she was a little girl, and then he ends up having a baby with her and shit. 
everyone's like wondering, yeah. is this wrong somehow? But I mean, you know, she was grown up. She was an adult. So what can yeah. you say? No, exactly. There's no. It did kind of have that Woody Allen quality to it. <laughs> she was she was legal, so. She's legal though, exactly, bro. You know, the only people that say stuff are the ones that are jealous because they can't get the cute twenty-year-old to like them. <laughs> All right, horrible mention number two uh, was when there was that big party. I want to—I can't remember which. I want to say it was, it was one of Julian's clubs he was opening. But Corey and Trevor went out and handed out all the flyers. And got all those girls to come to this party and then come to find out that they handed out the flyers to it at a new club called The Empty Closet. <laughs> and they ended up going home with the two trannies, tranny ladies. <laughs> and they're like, well, I didn't do nothing. Did you do nothing? And, and Corey, Corey's like, no, I didn't. Trevor's like, well, I didn't. I mean, unless you did, did you do something? <laughs> And I, caught, I caught that like not the first but after a couple times a lot after i saw that i caught it and trevor straight up says i didn't do anything unless you did did you <laughs> i was like what uh they totally banged the trannies or actually they probably got banged by them <laughs> that was one of the name one of them i think Chantal. oh something like that yeah yeah well uh, they weren't as bad as the as the the ones at manhor alley there was the guy who was the cop and he was like, really Oh, I love to party. <laughs> <laughs> that was gross. Look at Al Camino. Seeing Randy running heels was kind of funny, too. Though. In that red dress. Oh, it's so cute. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. All right. And then my number one, our final number one, Corey and Trevor moment of the night. That's enough of the horrible mentions. Uh, he's in the big dirty. In the very, very, very beginning opening scene. Uh, it's one of those moments that I don't care how many times I've seen it, I know it's coming, and I still bust gut laugh every time. And they're sitting there, Ricky, Julian, Bubbles are robbing that ATM, and they're and and they're, like it's just going well. And, and Bubbles even says, you know, things are going pretty well, right? You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. and then and then freaking Corey and Trevor come rolling up on that yellow's like snowmobile, basically, just. Yeah. Bumping music loud as shit. <laughs> hey guys, are we gonna rob that bank machine? <laughs> like hella loud. <laughs> there was another great uh, honorable mention. Oh, that shit was so funny. There's another All great right, honorable mention from um, I think it's the first movie. They pants that guy in prison, like the who was a guard or whatever, and it, all these. Uh, yes. I, wonder, um, I think played. the guard's name was Donnie. Yeah, he didn't want to let Ricky play hockey, and uh, so yeah, they pulled his pants down, and then they get all this respect from the inmates that are lighting cigarettes for them. That was pretty cool. You know, I thought I like that moment. I uh, I like that. I the first movie, The Big Dirty, has got a real nostalgic feel for me. Like, okay, even though Countdown's my favorite, and it's like the most iconic thing to me, there's something about The Big Dirty. It's just like, like when that movie ends, I honestly get sad that it's over and like I'm not really just there living that with them you know what I'm saying like I don't know is, 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 is that such a thing ending it's like a happy ending is that what well, you meant well, yeah. well, like, like I mean it kind of does but it's like I'm just saying that's like it's over and then I'm back to oh yeah I'm not 
I'm not there with them at that time living that life. It's like it's like like when we it's like when we think back to our favorite memory and wish we were we were still right there. You know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden we realize, oh, we're not. I'm here. It's 20 years later, and fucking that's right. I don't have that car, or I'm not with that girl, or you know, I lost that dog, or whatever it is. Then you realize that it's kind of like that's what I'm talking about. It's it's that moment. So it's like when the movie ends, it's like. Oh yeah, I'm back in my room. I'm not living in Sunnyvale and just went through this shit with them. And it, tomorrow's another day of whatever we're gonna do. It's like, oh yeah, it's a movie and it's over and back to reality. You get what I'm saying? It's like a, it's like a fuck. <laughs> it's the movie where like Sarah was like seen getting it on with chicks, right? She was like, some for some I reason. Think so. she, bisexual in that movie but we never saw any indication again of it but I think I that remember. it's the one where Lucy's working at the strip club and they yeah. steal all the change and yeah. uh Take yeah a of cigarette from yeah. the ash trees yeah <laughs> uh, was I gonna say oh yeah it's funny because uh the girl I don't know what happened but for some reason they couldn't get uh Gina Harrison to play Trinity for that movie so they got this other little girl and they must have been kicking themselves that they hadn't found her before, because I think she was a better actress. But you can't just, you know, replace her, Gina Harrison, the rest of the seasons. Yeah, no, I actually read something about that, and and what it is is um, the the big dirty movie actually was supposed to take place slightly before where it does in the movie series and so Gina was slightly older than the girl is so then then Trinity's supposed to be in the movie so that's that's why they casted the other girl oh, that's I what see. I was told because you got her Gina was already there for a few seasons by then they had her yeah and uh and that's what it, that's what I read that it was just because the care the way it was written the character it, it takes place before so she was a little bit older than they wanted and so I mean I don't know I would have just said it took place when it, like I don't know but that's just me but yeah that that girl who played her in the movie was 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 really good too I I love that scene when they go into the drive-through uh yeah. to, you know to pretend like they need all that food and shit <laughs> don't don't tell uh, this is, yeah. don't tell him this is wrong okay he's like just telling her he's gonna you know okay, so, yeah. so we were talking about doing uh would you rathers this week and uh so I'm so I came up uh, with my first uh, Trailer Park Boys themed Would You Rather. So um, here we go. Would you rather kiss Jim Lady's bare ass or Randy's gut? <laughs> well, I would, I mean, honestly, either one of them would be uh, an honor to me. I'd be good with either. But uh, uh, I'm going to have to go with it. To Leahy's butt, if I could, just to get him back yeah. alive and and back uh back yeah. here, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and also like, I mean, according to the show, Randy, his hygiene isn't always great. They say he's like greasy and shit. So maybe he's kind of maybe he's a little nasty, you know. Yeah, totally, totally. Scene where, uh, where Ricky's like, okay, fucking, you're you're washing up now, and he pushes him on the ground and. They put dish soap on him, and Ricky's like scrubbing him with a mop and shit. Cause he got Ricky, uh, Randy got grease on little Randy when he was the baby that he had with Lucy. 
Yeah. <laughs> White pants with no shirt. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's. I guess that would be my choice. Um, let's see here. Uh, well, I got random thoughts because I thought that's what we were doing this week. Yeah, we'll do that. Too. Uh, uh, but let's see here. Let's see if I can make up a would you rather real quick. Okay. Uh, would you rather put on uh, a thong b- or uh, like a, a, a bikini bottom, like a Speedo, made out of chicken and weighed out into prana water or slide down belly first naked on like a uh, toboggan uh with no fucking sled. Oh, oh no! So it's, there's snow, but there's no sled. Yes, you're sliding down like ice on your belly naked, or you gotta like try to swim across like an Amazon stream with piranhas, wearing a chicken bikini bottom speedo well, I mean, suit. You're talking to a Canadian here. I can do the. the, the <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was hoping you said. That's why I threw that in there. <laughs> Yeah, but I've, I've been through some fucking hardcore man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I I think I take my chance swimming from the piranha. Yeah, but you. I don't know. Really... Well, thing is, I don't know if they would stop at the chicken. I think they'd probably keep eating well, you. Mostly, so. Yeah, I know. That's why you need to make sure you get across fast. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think like if a live. <laughs> Like a buffalo falls in there and he's alive, they'll fucking they'll try to eat, they'll eat it all. So well, I think I think what it says is like like a roughly 200 or 400 piranha can clean an entire human uh, in about five minutes. Wow. Yeah. That's fast. Yeah, it's pretty quick, but you know. <laughs> uh, I once pet a piranha. You, you want to have one? Yeah, true story. True story. My buddy Kevin, I wish this fucker would ever call us back and get on the damn radio with us. He can attest to this story, man. We used to have this other buddy that I'll leave out nameless because he's that person with like his name going around. But uh, he used to have a place that was downtown. And I was over there one time. I was right across the street from where we used to hang out, like we're, from a little skate park and stuff down there. But anyway, I was over there and we were doing uh, uh, shots of tequila. And I may or may not have done a few bumps of cocaine. <laughs> and uh, we were doing shots of tequila, man. And we were hanging out. And the dude had a real-life piranha in a fish tank in his living room. And uh, I don't really remember doing this, but you, I've learned in my life when friends go, dude, do you remember what the fuck you did yesterday? It tends to be an accurate story. Usually that's when I do some of my crazier stuff. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> They're like, yeah. Well, anyway, he tells me that he goes up to go into the kitchen to get some more shots of tequila and whatnot, and he comes back out, and I'm elbow deep in his fish tank, just like stroking his fish full on. And this thing, I remember it, dude. It was like a good six, seven inches long, the size of this fish. And uh, I'm just like, and it's just sitting there. I mean, it was slightly docile, I'll admit that, because it's just in a little tank by itself. I wasn't bleeding or anything, you know what I'm saying? It probably wasn't hungry. But uh, I remember Lito talking to me about it later on, and I remember having a chat with him later on, but, like, I don't really remember putting my arm in the tank. But he totally tells me I did. 
And, uh, you know, he's to this day says I'm one of the craziest Vatos he's ever met, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, he's a Mexican dude. That's why he says Vato. Don't worry, people. I didn't just steal that from anyone. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, dude, it was a great trip. So I don't know, like, you know, the, the, the liquor gods were definitely watching out for me that day, bro. I think it was just like I was like I was drinking with the grain of the liquor. You know what I'm saying? So like the fish knew I was cool or something. Uh, here, here's here's a gross one. Uh, would you rather eat a chunk of hair or drink a glass of sweat? <laughs> I'm gonna have to chunk a hair, it dude. You gonna go for the hair? Yeah. Yeah, and here's why. I got a long haired kitty. I'm fucking spitting out hair all day. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know there probably are hair particles in the food we eat, so it's not like it's gonna be poisonous. But it'll probably go down pretty – Probably you'll probably have difficulty, like, getting it down. Like, you'll probably have to drink, like, tons of water or something. Yeah, I imagine it would be very dry, very hard. It would be, be, be like a stale Triscuit. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's fucking swallowing like crazy. Uh, yeah, because that sweat, man, that would be like – I mean, I imagine, I mean, unless you cooled it, uh, chilled, you know, but it'd be all salty and, uh, I mean, I guess if it was chilled, like it was cool, it wouldn't be much more than like <laughs> fucking drinking salt water, right? Yeah, yeah. We've all swallowed a mouthful at the beach one time. And we've had sweat pour into our mouths, I'm sure. Right. During a really hot day. <laughs> Fuck, hey, some of us out there probably have somebody pee in our mouth, huh? <laughs> My buddy Kevin, my buddy Kevin loves people peeing in his mouth. <laughs> I'm only saying that because he's not here to defend himself. Is he into scat or are you just joking? I'm totally just joking. Oh, okay. I thought, well, I mean, I mean, I don't judge. I mean, if it's all, no. if hey. it's all consensual, no one's being forced right. into it. That, you know. That's right. I don't yuck anyone else's yum. You know what I'm saying? That, don't pretend <laughs> to, to me. Here, here's another gross one. Would you rather sniff? Ten dirty diapers or like one dirty diaper? Sniff ten. Sniff ten. Did you have to change any of your son's diapers? Oh, yeah, all the time. <laughs> yes, you know how gross it is, right? Oh, yeah. Kid shits are bad, dude. They're horrible. No, yeah. sorry, but I was just taking a dab there. <laughs> what is it that goes on in a baby's intestines that leads to that kind of fucking nuclear waste, you know? I think it has to do, like, with the fact that they're on, like, usually, like, liquid diets at first. You know, just milk. Oh, yeah. And that uh, baby food. And, and then, yeah, and then later on it's just baby food and stuff. So, I mean, I imagine yeah, I guess, it's something to do with that. I guess if you were to eat, like, nothing but that mush in the little jars for a week, your shit would probably end up like that. Yeah, you probably have some green pasty shit, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the weirdest thing is, is that happens to me when I drink, like, purple Kool-Aid. I don't know why, but it comes out green. Something about that food coloring. I don't. I can't be the only one because I remember on Chappelle's show, they they did a sketch where this guy talked about different colors of shit. So I don't know. I'm not going to start a support group or anything. But <laughs> <laughs> my name is Morgan, and my shit turns green. A drink purple. Hi, yeah. Morgan. Hey, Morgan. <laughs> Uh, uh, what would you call that support group, man? 
Jesus. Green, green, uh, green shit anonymous? GA? No, they got uh, that. That's, gambl- that's gamblers anonymous. I don't know, but I think it'd probably be all guys because I think men are definitely more comfortable talking about their own shit than women are. Or at least women would do it with men around. So, well, that, that's why they'll have women's meetings. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, to segregate the sexes. You know, I mean, they got that now and the other kind, too. <laughs> Uh, uh, okay. Oh, yeah, so yeah, let, let's do the. Um, what was the other one? There you go. Go ahead. What you say? Yeah, well, so what, were, what, what was the next thing we were going to do? Oh, I was going to say, uh, well, I got the dictionary we can do, or uh, I can do some random thoughts. Well, let's do the dictionary. Random th- then, actually, you want to do the random thoughts first? Because we usually end with right. the dictionary. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. We can do that. Let's see here. What do I got here? I got. Go ahead. You got one. Go first. Well, yeah, I had one this week. Uh, I actually posted on social media about it, but I was just talking. Is it referring to the quality of being white trash? And I said, you can't fake trashy. Like remember in the 2000s, it was trendy to wear those trucker hats. Yeah. Especially women wore the trucker hat. Paris Hilton had a fucking trucker hat, but. you, no matter what your hat you're wearing, you can't fake it, man. You either know someone's trash you or they're That's not. Right. Yeah. That's right. You know, it's like I've been noticing that too, like, uh, uh, you know, with, with the mullets, you know? Yeah. Like not, not every, you know, like, like my brother's got a mullet, and trust me, he, he's earned his and he rocks it, dude. But, yeah. like, not everybody, like, there's plenty, like, I was watching this one dude, just some crazy teacher on some rant about whatever. They want to talk about, you know, different topics for different shows. But anyway, he's totally got a mullet, and you can tell that he is not mullet people. <laughs> you know, he's just rocking it because it's, like, cool now. You know, it's, like, cool again all of a sudden. It's cool to wear the mullet because it used to be white trash. You know what I'm saying? And, is, it, uh, is he making but, a comeback now? <laughs> what? Is he making a comeback now? I think so. I've seen it more and more. Yeah, I think so. The mullet's making a comeback. Well, there were guys back in the day who didn't have white trash mullets, like Patrick Swayze had a mullet, and no one ever, no one actually regarded. Oh, dude. It as no, his it was, mullet was sexy, bro. Yeah, like Hollywood mullet, you know. But that, yeah, dude. The dirt bags from Bama, those guys had the, the trash <laughs> business. And yeah, fun. my brother's got a nice mullet. My brother's got a real nice mullet. But he had super long hair, dude. He like he had never had a haircut like ever since he was a little guy, and then. The other day he went and did it for the first time in like fucking damn near 30 years. He's he's just now 30 and stuff, and or actually he's 29. Uh, but anyway, fucking so yeah, it was like his first haircut, like pretty much ever, you know. And no, you got, I don't think you know, never back is rat tails. I don't think that's ever coming back. Dude, I used to have one. I had one, yeah. I had one. Went 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 three quarters way down my back. Damn near halfway down my a little over halfway down my back. Wow. First yeah, guys had them, and then lesbians had them for a while, and then they disappeared altogether. Yeah, lesbians killed the rat tail. I'm sorry to all my lesbian friends out there and all my lesbian lovers out there. I love you. I'm a lesbian. I'm a I'm a, a heteromasculine lesbian. I yeah. identify as that. I think is that is, is would that make me LGBT? I'm trying to figure out if I can get into the club too, so I can like be cool and they'll stop hating, like saying I'm a racist white guy. Like so, if I say I'm like a heteromasculine lesbian, because I totally am. Like, cause that's what I am. Well, every yeah. guy has a feminine side, right? Right. 
Well, I'm I'm like I'm heteromasculine. It's like I'm a lesbian dude. Like I'm a masculine, but I'm attracted to chicks. So like it's got to be like a, a chick, or like I mean you know what I guess if it was like uh, like a tranny dude, so it's like a really a chick, but had all their chick parts. So it's basically just like a hot dude chick in a flannel. Like I, I guess I could be cool with that. <laughs> <laughs> you in Virginia find the same women attractive, or does she like like the butch type? Uh, you, like what are Virginia, her? No, Virginia, Virginia likes different guys, man. Virginia likes, you know, she likes girls. It's just fun. Virginia will hit on. She likes, she likes girls, but I think she likes. Uh, she doesn't really like girly girl. Well, maybe a little bit, but I don't think she's like super girly. But she doesn't like super butch. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, Virginia's good to go hit on chicks with. Yeah. When she's well, not in a relationship, but she normally is, you know, because, you know, chicks always find relationships, bro. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I think she would be very popular with other lesbians. Yeah, she's awesome. She's fun as fuck. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I got one. Here's one that's popped in my mind the other day. Uh, do you think milk squirts out a cow's nose when they laugh? Probably not, since it's all the way down there. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if they would milk themselves. Maybe <laughs> not, because cow disease came from cows eating cow meat. So maybe they can't drink milk. Maybe it would be unsafe. You know. Well, the babies drink it, right? Yeah, the babies drink. Yeah, maybe that. that maybe that's true. Like I, I mean, like we could drink breast milk. I don't want to drink breast milk, but. We could drink it. Have you like, had it recently? Not recently, no. Have you? <laughs> well, as an adult, yes. I mean, I've a father. Women lactate. Uh, I've been around other women that have, you know, that have, have kids, and they and yes, I've tasted breast milk, and you know it. It's almost always always sweet. It's sweet. Oh yeah, so it's like uh, got a sweet sweet flavor to it. It does. So is it like regular milk? Sorry, sorry to everyone who finds this topic uncomfortable. It's just breast milk, whatever. So, so we're, if all you adult, had, we're all adults in the room. So if you had like a glass of milk and you added sugar to it, it's it's just like that, basically? I mean, I don't know if I'd go that far, but yeah, I guess maybe. Mm. Like uh, A different texture, right? It's like more... Yeah, like, definitely. It's a little grainier, I want to say. Mm. Warm, definitely. It's weird because it's warm. You'd have to warm it, you know? Yeah. Uh, if I can... I had this one girl like squirted at me, like she squeezed her nipple and fucking oh, squirted. Yeah, it's so weird, dude. I was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> How far did it shoot? Like, oh shit, dude, a couple feet, bro. <laughs> like, wow. It didn't, it didn't just dribble out onto her chest or her belly or anything or her leg, like or on the floor. Like it shot, like shot out at me, like across the table and stuff. You know, like. <laughs> you see, that's one reason why it's it's for the best that women got that kind of anatomy. Because guys would be, if guys had tits and they could do that, they'd be, like in high school, they'd do it to the freshman and fucking squirt milk in his face. Yeah, yeah. Dude, <laughs> I would do it to you at Denny's across the table. <laughs> hey, bud. <laughs> can you imagine if if men, the condition the vagina would be in if a guy had it? Like, there'd be fucking dried ketchup packets up there. He'd be putting this car keys in it. It'd just be disgusting. I used to always say that if I was born a chick, I would have banged my way to Emperor of the World by now, you know? Oh, you could. I totally would have. Because the only people who want to pay men to have sex with them are, like, you know, dirty old men and stuff, but lots of guys want to pay chicks. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to. 
I don't want to do guys for free or for money. Yeah, well, yeah, women don't normally have to pay for so. I mean, I'll totally do some chicks for money. So, I mean, if anyone's, you know, looking, I mean, I'm, a, I'm open for hire, you know. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't matter yeah. what it looks like. There's a guy out there who has a fetish for however she oh. looks. So, is that true? Yeah. No matter, no, no matter who we are, no matter what we look like, somebody somebody loves us out there. You just got to find them. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised to find out if there's a guy who has a fetish for, like, acid-throwing victims. You never know, man. That could, that you could, mean, like, throwing acid on people? Yeah, like, there's this thing that happens in places like Pakistan where a guy asks a girl to marry him, and if she rejects him, he'll get revenge by throwing acid on her face, and it just, like, melts her skin. Check out some photos of it. It's, it's fucked up. It should have said yes. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Oh, yeah. that's horrible. It is. Oh, yeah, oh. Not anyone. And actually, look, it's not just Pakistan. In uh, England, and maybe Scotland too, there are these guys who rob people. And uh, sometimes they, they'll either use a knife or they'll use acid to get the money out of them. But... Uh, yeah, there's been a lot of acid attacks in London, too, and again, that just, the damage isn't re- reversible, man. Your fucking skin just melts right off. Check out some Dude, there you, dude there you, I used to experience a lot of acid attacks back in the day, but those just led to, like, you know, Pink Floyd fucking albums and, and freakouts, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you're talking about ingesting acid, like LSD. <laughs> there you go, my man. <laughs> This is like uh, yeah, no, I get you, I get, you. I get what you're saying. I, you know me, just always making jokes. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that's crazy shit, dude. Yeah, it's fucked up. Just run around with acid, you know. Well, yeah. like I used, to, I used to hear about it. I never saw it. I never witnessed it in my time in there or anything. But I used to hear about like in some parts, crazy, like crazy people locked up. They'd make like little cocktails of like throw up and piss and shit. And then, you know, and spit and other things and cum and whatever else they can get in there. And then they'd fucking throw it on the guards and things that would walk by. Like, it's like it, they, they'd, call it, they'd, they'd call it like the hepatitis cocktail or something like that. You Did know? you, uh, you see that uh, when you were in? No, no, I never personally witnessed it or anything like that, but I've heard of it. Fuck, man. And I think they especially target, like, young dudes who are kind of vulnerable i think they tend to be the biggest targets for that probably well anyone who if you look scared you're going to be a target no matter where you're at you know in there in the animal kingdom you know what i'm saying and that's part of it if you go in there and if if you're if you don't if you don't look scared then you're really not going to be fucked with you know they don't they don't you know they don't prey on other Wolves, wolves prey on you know either weaker wolves, injured wolves, or smaller animals. That's it, you know. Well, who knows what it smells like? But supposedly we can smell fear. There's a way to smell. Well, actually, I once I smell went, fear. I once went to a social anxiety support group, and uh, it was fear. Fear perfect. smells kind of like pork chops. It smells like pork chops. Yeah. Well, there were people in this room who were really, they were really <laughs> suffering, man. Like I could see it on their faces. But I, I remember get, I, I could feel it somehow. I could actually feel the fear in the room. So maybe I was smelling it subconsciously. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess it is something that your senses can fear, pick up. Fear, tension, tension is palpable. You can actually, you can literally, when they say, oh, I can cut the, the tension in the room with a knife. No, when you're, in a, when you're in a situation where it's like that, you totally can. Like, I remember this one time when I was in the prison yard, fucking, uh, uh, 
when the when the northerners start grouping up into their corner, like that's when you think something's about to kick off. So everyone pretty soon on the whole yard, everyone's grouped up, segregated. You got the blacks in this corner, whites in this corner, northerners over here, the pices over there, you know, the others, and everyone's just standing there staring at each other, man. I swear to God, I felt like one of those old westerns. I expected the tumbleweed to come rolling by. It was one of the t- this time a riot did not kick off. Yet two riots did kick off while I was there. But anyway, this time it did not. And uh, but uh, it was just uh, like it was a miss. Like I don't know what happened next. Pretty soon everyone just started scattering and walking away. Like the powers that be of the of each car decided we're not kicking off right now. But uh, it was just so weird. I'm telling you, for a good three four minutes, everyone just stood there grouped up, staring across the yard at everyone. And not of not you could have heard a grasshopper fart from across the whole yard, and uh, like the, the tension was like insane because here's you know a thousand dudes wondering are we all about to start stomping on each other's faces, and uh, you know what I'm saying like that's that's all everyone's thinking at that exact moment. Would you would be it, able to, to if that had happened? Would you be able to walk away? Like can you just walk away? No, like, no. Right, if you want to deal with the repercussions later on, like, no, you need to partake, especially if, you know, things kick off. And if, if your people or your car, your cars, you know, work county or town or whatever you people you associate with, like, you know, like if that happens and they're involved, like if you're not involved, like it's where were you, dude? Because see, that's the thing you you would you you want them coming for you if you're caught up in something. Right. So that's why you need to be there for them. It's, it's the same situation. So yeah, yeah, that tension stuff can totally, totally fucking feel tension, fear, that big time. But let's switch. Okay, here's another random thought. Let's just switch the mood for a minute. Uh, Do you think clowns, or do you think cannibals don't eat clowns because they taste funny? I guess. I imagine a clown would taste funny. If they're if they still have the makeup on, they would, yeah. <laughs> exactly, right. But you don't need those you don't need those clothes. You know what's weird though? There were people actually sexually attracted to clowns. There were people that had that fetish. I was reading about what it's I, like to be a clown, and somebody said they're actually like they say. I think it was mostly guys who said this. I think, but they said like there were women who wanted to fuck them. So. Well, I can imagine that for sure. Uh, I saw a movie or a show once where a chick totally banged a clown. And you know what? Like, if there was a total hot chick and she was, like, a clown and she wanted to, like, do me, but she still had her clown hair and shoes and makeup on, fuck, she could even rock the suspenders. I probably wouldn't care too much. And why not? I'd do it. Why not, dude? Like, yeah. (laughs) Uh, You got any more random thoughts or anything you want to kick off? I got a few more I can spit out if you want. Yeah, go ahead. All right, let's see here. Here's another one. Uh... Hey, uh, okay. So, if you got scared half to death twice, would you die? Uh, if I got scared to death twice? No, scared, you know the saying, uh, scared me half to death? Oh, yeah. Oh, I got scared half to death. Okay, so if you got scared half to death twice, would you die? Probably depends on your age, state of your health, because... Both times are coming dangerously close to a heart attack, so maybe the second time. But it would also have to happen like in quick succession, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. If yeah. Yeah. Or maybe like there's this one. Uh, every year, you know, there are those places where they hold haunted houses, and supposedly there's one somewhere in America. It is so. It is set up so well. 
It doesn't matter who you who you are, how jaded you are. They said hardly anybody can finish it. It's so scary. Huh. So maybe a lot of maybe people have heart attacks in there or come close. You should go check it out sometime, bro. Yeah, I can't remember where it was. Maybe it was in like the deep south or something like that. Dude, we'll do an episode live on location. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's not like shade shit. They 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 figured out how to make a place that's seriously terrifying. So. All right, all right. I got it. Okay, here's another one. And this one just might blow your minds, everybody. Might blow your mind's butthole out. Okay, you ready? Yeah. If you enjoy wasting time, is it really wasting time? Is it really wasted? No, it isn't. Because uh, oh. if you don't waste a little bit of time, uh, how are you going to stay sane, right? If your whole life is just responsibility right. and work from finish start to finish you're gonna lose your fucking mind even animals play you know what i mean like you like if you watch like a nature documentary like the lions kind of roll around with each other when they're not hunting the impalas or whatever every all the animals they play games and shit so you got you gotta have that you know just like totally you know totally but it's like it's like when you hear oh quit wasting time you know well, if I'm enjoying what I'm doing right now, then the time is not wasted, my man. I mean, unless I'm actually wasted while I'm doing it, then then it would be wasted time, you know? <laughs> well, it's like going back to prison. See, I thought, I've often thought, they. I know they don't allow people to have sexual relationships in prison, but it seems like they should let people do that, I mean, as long as it's not rape. Because, you know, if you want to cut down on the violence... And you're not letting these guys have sex or even masturbate. Well, when men don't get to release that drive every now and then, then it builds up as anger, right? So wouldn't it make more sense to let them have sex and you can cut down on the fucking riots and shit? I mean, it's quite possible sex and, and, and maybe give them back cigarettes. I don't even smoke tobacco, but I know that caused a lot of issues when they removed that out of California prisons. But, uh... Oh, but yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't see why not. Like, I mean, hey, I'm pretty happy. But I mean, hey, if some whoever you want to bang is whoever you want to bang. I don't really care. You want to bang a pineapple? Yeah, fucking have at it, dude. Be careful. It's pokey. You know, that's all I'm gonna tell you. You know, yeah. like. <laughs> uh, but you're right. Like, so I mean, you're same thing. Like, if someone in prison wants to bang someone else, I don't really give a shit. If you want to get in the shower and fucking jerk off for an hour, have at it. It doesn't pertain to me. You know, like. <laughs> Yeah, and have, have right? As long as you're not in the kitchen sticking your willy in the watermelon, I don't really care. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Well, I got two more here. Let's go. Let's see here. Uh, okay, here's one. So it's it's no debate that like the best thing of chicken is the chicken finger, right? Chicken fingers are the best, man. And it's like the best part of a pig is bacon. We already know that. So. Is the chicken finger like the bacon of the chicken? Maybe. Well, I don't know. I would I would argue the wing is the best part because I like chicken wings a lot. So oh, that's the chicken wings are good. Yeah. Like Wingstop or something? Do you got Wingstop up there? Uh, we don't have that. We, well, there's a place called Wing Machine, but they're not that great. Uh, you're you're right, have, dude. But, uh, well, I mean, I like honey garlic sauce. Are you into the, like, the suicide? Oh, yeah. All that. Oh yeah, anything and everything, dude. I just want—I don't want to eat that. Shit. I just want to rub that shit on my chest, you know. Just yeah. like ah. 
<laughs> I wonder, can you have you tried making uh, chicken wings in the air fryer? Uh, I have not personally done them in the air fryer here at the house, uh, but I have made chicken in there and it came out all right. Uh, but I hear you can make pretty good uh, chicken wings in the air fryer. Um, I mean, yes. I've made plenty of chicken wings in my life from scratch. It's just I haven't done them with the air fryer yet. But uh, yeah, I've been yeah. with them lately. And there was there was a random thought I had this this week, and I also put it on all social. Right. All it takes to feel like your life is turning to shit is to wake up on a half-exposed mattress, like the sheet came undone <laughs> while you're asleep. You're like, oh fuck, this sucks. Waking, I don't know what it is about that sheet that's like separating you from having a backward slide from civilization or something. Yeah, and then you got those people who just sleep on their mattresses with no sheets. That's true, yeah. I mean, I don't know how to solve I that. Mean, I wouldn't want to do that. Some wildling uh, Lord of the Flies dystopian fucking shit right there, huh, bud? <laughs> the bits in jail really sucked, right? Like thin mattresses. Oh my god, dude, no. They don't even qualify as a mattress. It's basically like a plastic mat that you put on top of a metal... It's just a metal... It's not a bed even. Not even a box frame. Like it's just it's a metal, fucking sheet metal slab. Boom. And then you throw like this like anywhere from an inch, inch and a half to like three inches if you're lucky. If you find the what we call the Cadillac mattress, it's like three yeah. inches thick. Uh, plastic mattress. It's like it's like it's like a nylon plastic shit on the outside, and it's just stuffed with like foam basically. And uh, and you lay on that, dude. And I'm telling you, when you get one of them shitty ones that's been around for, like, fucking five years. and well, they reused. Oh, yeah, dude. And, like, uh, dude, uh, uh, when, I got to, when I got to San Quentin the first time, but I saw, dude, there was a mattress there that had blood stains on it. Oh, shit. Blood stains. <laughs> I was like, I'm not sleeping on that. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I, I, someone's getting me another mattress. I'll sleep on the floor. I'll stand up on that. I'll talk to it. I'll fucking make a scene. I'll go spend. I'll spend the night in ad sick. Know that, because I'll make a scene. <laughs> Stop so when, sleeping so, on the foot. So, so after you got out and you, you slept in a real bed for the first time, I must have felt brave, right? Oh yeah, dude. Real mattresses are nice, you know. <laughs> but I mean, I don't mind. Like I can, I can sleep on the ground. I can sleep wherever, you know. That's right. Dude. It don't matter. Anywhere where there's a rock for a pillow, I can pass out. There are a lot of people who <laughs> think like, you know, jails aren't tough enough. Have they been to prison? Yeah. You probably haven't been to prison before. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's pretty yeah. fucked up all, as it is. So. Yeah, it is. All right, here I got I got one more random thought, and this is this one's a doozy, okay? Yeah. All right. All right. Why are aliens so interested in buttholes? Are they really probing for scientific reasons? Is it sexual reasons, or are they even probing at all? Or do these abductees have secret homosexual fantasies? I mean, how much shit can they really learn from farts and shit? Well, either way, it's out of this world. They love anal, you know. So, what do you think it is? Do, do you think aliens really are probing everyone like they say? Do you think that it's for scientific reasons or sexual reasons? Or do you think that maybe abductees actually have secret homosexual fantasies and they actually just wish that they were probed because they heard other people were and aliens actually aren't probing anyone at all what do you think bud um 
Well, that's what the uh, the a lot of the abductees say. They I know. They don't just probe assholes though. They also um, with women they'll stick. This must be horrible. They'll stick a fucking metal rod like a long needle into their navel. That must fucking kill. And they don't use anesthesia either. It's 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 all painful. Um, I don't know if they they don't seem to. Well, they don't do anything like that to a guy's dick, but they will put like a machine on it to, to like suck semen out. And he doesn't have a hard on either. They just suck it out of your dick with this machine. Well, that doesn't seem so bad. Might feel okay. Sometimes they'll force you to have sex with a alien, fe- alien humid female hybrid, which well, maybe that's kind of fun. Uh, wait a minute. So you mean like in the animated series, what they did to the boys? Well, there's. I have a. Wasn't that one? Wasn't that in Trailer Park Boys that they did that? What am I thinking of? The alien. I don't know. Was no, that, were they were they strapped the thing to their dicks and were milking them? I think I can't remember now because I only I watched s- the animated series like each season once, so I don't oh, remember. Oh my god, it was they got uh like the Amish people, they were the inbred people or whatever, and they needed the semen. And uh uh shoot. I don't even know what I don't even know how I would word that to search it right now. Uh, yeah. But yeah, weren't weren't they lost in the forest for a while before that happened? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Trailer Park Boys animated uh, dick milking the penis milker. They are captured by hillbillies uh, who want to milk their prostates. Uh, Steve French helps them escape and Bubbles sets him free. Yes, I was totally right. Bam! Yeah, see? That's funny how that works into play. So, the aliens strapping things onto our dicks and sucking us is just, it plays right into Trailer Park Boys. Because it happened in the animated series, just the hillbillies did it to them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so great. Well, suppose what they've been telling the abductees is that um, they're creating these. Eventually, their goal is to create like humans that have alien DNA because that alien, the alien race, like the Greys, it's so old that they could die off. Like it, apparently, your DNA has an expiration date. So if they use our younger DNA, and uh, also when they create their humans that look like us, they can those humans can walk among us and survive on this planet. Uh... Aliens can only take in so much of our air. Uh, I mean, that's what I've read. Uh, and uh, was- I'm going to say two suspects right now. Alien Twigger Jacob and oh, Alien yeah. Alien Twigger Trevor. It, it was, have you ever seen that show, Ancient Aliens? Yeah. So yeah. we, we created the meme um, where it just has that guy with the weird hair going, Aliens. I, uh, I once created a meme where it's him doing that, but instead of Aliens, I just put... Jacob Collins. <laughs> that was in one of the, it was in a Facebook community. But well, yeah, remember when Bubbles is they're trying to argue about who's taking Corey and who's taking Trevor to go uh, work, and then Bubbles yeah. is like, Ricky, come here, look, haven't you noticed how long Trevor's arms are like big alien garbage scooping arms? <laughs> yeah, and then Jacob has an alien element in his blood. The doctor couldn't identify it. Yep. Yep. Yep, totally does. Aliens, man. Poor guy gets up in all these situations where he's sick or injured, and Ricky always criticizes him for it, blaming him for it. Fucked up again, Jacob. Fuck your dumb Jacob. 
It is usually usually Ricky's fault too. Uh, it is. Uh, well, shoot, you want to do some dictionary real quick? Yeah, rolls with the dictionary. All right. Well, we're down to the J's now. I know that. And the first one we got here is a shit judge. Shit judge. Okay. Yeah, a dishonest arbiter who uses erroneous argument to come to a ridiculous decision. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's it. <laughs> shit judge. So that's, uh, that's not even the judge that let them swear in court and everything. No, I guess that would be a shit judge. Yeah. Oh. Let's see here. Uh, I don't even know what that says. Some big weird. Some big old weird freaking like Latin word or something. I don't even know. I'm not even gonna try. Anyway, but uh, anyway, we'll just go to the next one here. Oh, okay. Sh- shit junk. Uh, shit junk. Okay, from Chinese. Oh, I guess it's from the Chinese word chow dung scow or scow. I guess S C O W. Uh, a vessel used to transport waste. Words expressed uh, the epitome of used up uh, Edness, i.e. John Brown's body, yellow snow, brown whoopee cushion. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's elaborate. Holy shit. Yeah, I don't even know what the hell she did. There's a little, little somewhere below here. It goes, below the lines of sky, she sailed, then slowly settled down her watery grave, long so blue died now in the shades of brown. Damn, fade to brown. Right? <laughs> uh, shit jockey. Uh, whoa. I think this is French, dude. I can't pronounce this. I know a tiny bit of French. Can you spell uh, it? Well, uh, I don't know if this is compote or compote or what. C-O-M-P-T-E is one word. Then... Papier, uh, P-A-P-I-E-R, uh, de toilet, toilet, something toilet. about, something about toilet paper, yeah, Papier de toilet, okay. Yeah, that's what that is, yeah. So, I don't know what the first word is, but yeah, so something about toilet paper gives uh, first meaning a servant who rides a position, i.e. his jockey called upon him to make his final effort. I wonder if it's like a guy who works as a wiper of asses. I don't know if that's his... <laughs> Oh, maybe, dude. Like a uh, like a nurse in a nursing home or something? Yeah. Apparently, when King Henry VIII was alive, people actually competed for the privilege, and I use that in air quotes, of wiping his ass. That's how fucked up life was hundreds of years ago. I guess, <laughs> I guess when I was first born, uh, my grandma... Uh, my mom's mom uh, wiped the first shit, and then like like ran down the hall with the with the fucking toilet paper napkin. I got to wipe the first shit. Wow. <laughs> right. So I mean, hey, I, I guess me me and Henry VIII got some things in common, huh? Well, there was a scandal in my school when I was in elementary school. Some kid. No, it wasn't my shit. Well, some kid wiped his ass, and this was in Nova Scotia. This this kid wiped his ass. 
and wrote like profane words on the stall with with this shit like fuck you or fuck off or whatever. And ever it was the teachers they couldn't they, they found it hard to actually explain what had happened. But yeah, it was like all over the school that this kid had just done something so foul. Yeah. Now, do you think do you think he finger painted it or did he hold the turd like a pencil and just write? I don't know. I mean, I I would like to think he didn't do that. That <laughs> he just he, that he held the toilet paper, you know. But, uh, that was fucked. Man. But you know what? It's uh, it's something I can I, I find it hard to explain, but somehow it doesn't surprise me that it happened in Nova Scotia, because uh, there there are some people down there who are let I'll shall we say less than refined. Like one day when I was a kid, I'm in Amherst, my hometown there, and this girl who looked like she was, I guess, maybe 16, suddenly she shouts over to me, hey, kid, want to get fucked? And this was in the middle of like a playground. Yeah. She, <laughs> well, she was scary, dude. She was like aggressive. and Yeah. It was, that was uh, a- <laughs> I remember that, dude. I think I was like, I was a young guy when I met a girl who was kind of like that. She was a little, a little more girl. I must have been probably about 12 or 13. And so she was like 14 or something, 15. And she just, I remember, dude, she just kept grabbing my, like, just walking up and grabbing my junk. And, like, it made me feel, like, uncomfortable. I was like, hey, like, and it was weird. What made me feel more uncomfortable is I thought, like, I knew I was supposed to be into it. But, like, I just wasn't of how aggressive she was. I was still young and a virgin. Like, I was scared. Yeah. Like, like, you know. That That's, uh, well, that's sexual assault, technically. Yeah, yeah technically. Yeah. You're not ready for that shit. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's see here. We got two more J's here. We got okay. Next one, shit journey. Ooh, yeah, a mindless trip lacking any need of choice. <laughs> uh, the inevitable cycle of uh, beingness. And once the venison that roamed proud and noble in the wood was slaughtered, cooked, and ate, it passed through darkened corridor. To lie in wait to the mossy floor's floor. Oh, because the gen- the it became shit. The venison became the shit after you ate it, and then it went through the dark corridor, your intestines, to the mossy floor. It's <laughs> like any trip Ricky takes in his car that isn't for selling dope or anything. Yeah, it's, it's a mindless trip lacking yeah. any need of choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no great mind behind the ship, Bombiel. I mean, guy, if a guy's willing to drive that car with no license, probably not Burberry. So. All righty, here we go. Last one. Shit jungle. Uh, and then cultivated land, whether covered with shit or not. <laughs> Just uncultivated is a shit jungle. Uh, it was a vast pool wherein were scattered many uh, isolates of shifting and torrentious shit. That was just a little quote on the bottom by Macaulay. Macaulay, uh, History of England. I guess maybe that's kind of like, uh, you know, there's the official dump, and then there are those dumps that people kind of improvise where they just start throwing their shit away in some spot where they're not supposed to do it, but it just ends up happening anyway. Yeah. There's a few of them around. Oh, uh, yeah, there's there was plenty of those. I used to know there was this dumping spot down under the bridge in one of the places I used to go kick it at. And uh, it ended up getting just so cluttered with shit after years. Like, it just, it's 
it wasn't worth hanging out by by there you know it was just because over right over there on the other side of the bridge there was just garbage piling and soon it started stinking and that's uh, well i mean it's a good place to find scrap metal that's for sure that's true you know and i mean it's, you need your money right get shitty bill to back up the truck and... that's right scrap metal Tells everyone not to call Shitty Bill, and then he addresses him as Shitty Bill. So come on, Shitty, back up the truck. I know, like, don't call him Shitty Bill. All right, Shitty. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, that was good stuff, man. I wish I would have liked to have seen a little bit more Shitty Bill, but yeah, he passed away. That guy, yeah. Yeah, he, oh, he did, huh? That's right. Ryan, well, I think is his name. Was his name? I don't remember. Yeah. So he died. He died. Uh, he might have died around the same time that Richard Collins died, actually. I don't think there was too much time passed between them. Yeah, anyway. Well, that's what happens as we get old people die. Yep. More and Not more every note. year. Yep. That note. <laughs> this episode's about to die, so. Yeah. <laughs> so, on behalf of myself and Raymond Hazen, Fuck off, we got work to do.